Welcome to Design Your Destiny, your podcast for tapping into the power of your subconscious mind. In this next few minutes, allow me to show you how to tap into that power so that you can create success with ease, form deeper connections, and have greater presence in your relationships, and most importantly, find peace within yourself. My name is Penny Chason, and I'm your host. Hello, everyone. I'm curious how you are closing out this year. And I want to share with you some things that you can do that will help you to be more successful in the coming year. And if you've done any personal development work at all, you probably already realize that success in your personal life, success in your career, whether you're a business owner, an investor, you work for corporate, it it can look like anything. Our success in all areas of our life begin with our relationship with ourself. So I would want to take this opportunity to share with you some ways to look at things that will help you to be more successful. This may be broken down over a few lives over the next week or so, because where I want to start today is really the conversations that you have with yourself. Because literally, the most important words that have the greatest impact in your life are the words that you say to yourself in the privacy of your own mind. My name's Penny Chason. If you didn't catch it on the profile already, I'm a board-certified hypnotist, and I'm retired from 25 years in healthcare. So these conversations that we have with ourselves, these words that we speak to ourselves that have such a massive impact, actually they're everything in terms of what we're creating in our life. We can have conversations with a thousand people. Who are you going to listen to over those thousand people? You're going to listen to that voice inside of your head. So some people will tell me, it's like, oh, you know what? I don't have negative self-talk. I don't have conversations going inside of my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. You just don't hear them. You're not aware of them. And there's a reason for that. And I will circle back to that in a little bit. But the biggest question is, What are the conversations that you're having with yourself? Some of these conversations may literally look, feel, or sound like you're having a conversation. The pros and the cons, the ups and the downs, the shoulds or I shouldn't. Do I move forward? Do I not move forward? Those are the things we tend to think of as conversations we have with ourselves. But within our subconscious, We can actually have conversations taking place, and it's just a very fleeting thought. It's just a fleeting thought. And that self-talk, that conversation, still heavily influences our decisions. Our thoughts come from the meaning that we have put on things. So either through past experiences or anticipated future experiences, we put meaning on things. 
And then when we go to interact with someone, be it business or personal, we go to make a decision in our business, in our career, it doesn't matter what it is. Our subconscious mind is processing and making decisions before we ever consciously come to a conclusion. It's been scientifically researched. Your subconscious mind, depending on whether you're looking at the Max Planck Institute over in Germany, or you're looking at the group of researchers over in Australia, your subconscious mind decides 7 to 11 seconds before you consciously make a decision. And this is where we want to become aware of what's going on underneath the surface, and we want to be able to master it and to use it to our advantage instead of letting it take us for a ride that we don't want to go on. So how do these conversations come up? One of the most frequent ways that people tend to notice these conversations they have with themselves is in the form of overthinking. This can be when we get into the back and forth of should I do it, shouldn't I do it, or we have something coming up for us and it's like, oh my gosh, like, should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? All of the self-doubt, the questioning, the self-judgment, am I good enough? Is it good enough? Will anybody listen to me? Does it have to be perfect? All of this overthinking is a conversation that you're having with yourself that can actually put you into overwhelm. And this overthinking may be much deeper than you realize. But again, as I mentioned earlier about the subconscious, we're going to circle back to that in a moment. So overthinking is a way that these conversations take place in our head. Negative thinking. Sometimes we really beat up on ourselves you're not good enough. Who are you to do this? You know, no matter what you do, at some point you always manage to screw it up. Or no matter what I do, this part of my life never seems to work out. You know, I've done all of these things to change. I'm doing the affirmations. I'm doing the meditation. I'm doing the journaling. And I still can't seem to get there. That is negative self-talk. Even though it's a realization, it's negative in the way that it's positioned. Another way that we can have these conversations with ourselves and not even realize it, some people get into massive overdoing. They overcommit and they overdo and they constantly go, 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 go. And I did this at one point in my life, very much to my detriment. When we get into this overdoing, a lot of times we overdo to avoid the voice in our head. We don't want to sit with ourselves. We don't want to listen to what it is we're saying to ourselves, or we don't want to feel what we're feeling, because when we're feeling, then the inner chatter, the inner voice comes up. And it really leads to not feeling good. So overdoing is definitely a mask for your self-talk. Now, how do you break that cycle, specifically with the overdoing or the overcommitting, which can be a lot of things, but it's always going to cover up what we're saying to ourselves inside of <laughs> inside of our head. So to 
really get at the root of what's going on underneath the surface when you're caught in a cycle of overdoing or overcommitting is to schedule yourself some time to just sit with yourself. And if you're going, I don't have time for that, then that is exactly the reason that you need to do it. Now, optimum is a few hours. But if you don't have a few hours, set aside one hour. Block it off on your calendar, one hour, and sit. No phone, no pen, no paper. You can have a glass of water or something to drink. No radio, no TV, and literally sit and live with what's going on in your mind and observe it and notice it and just let it play out. I'm telling you, four hours is an optimum place to start. The first time I did this exercise, actually the first two or three times, I never made it to four hours because eventually something in my mind would pressure me to the point that I felt like I had to get up and and move and do something. And so that can show you where your thinking is going and where some of your beliefs are underneath the surface that, you know, maybe there's something wrong with just sitting with, like, I'm, I can't sit here. I have work to do. Well, is the house going to burn down if you don't have work to do? I mean, is it literally a life or death emergency that you can't sit for four hours this is a big thing, especially if you never take time off for yourself. You never take vacations, that kind of thing that, that can be a really, really big deal. So if you're in the overdoing, that's the first thing you have to do to break the cycle is you have to allow yourself the time and the space to see what's running underneath the surface in that silence. When it comes to the conversations you're having and the things that you're saying to yourself, if the conversations you're having with yourself or the self-talk is not positive, Ask yourself, what is causing me to say or think this to myself? What causes me to say or think this to myself? Right? And notice the answers that you come up with. This is an important journaling exercise now that you're, you're going to go through this multiple times to get to this. But say, for instance, you know, your self-talk is you, you try to get things done. And every time you think you're ready to, say, put something out in your, your business and you're like, well, wait a minute, it's I, I need to work on it a little more. It's not quite perfect. I've changed my mind what I want to look like. What causes you to say it's not perfect? I mean, I'm sitting here in front of you today in, in, in my T-shirt on my notifications are on on my phone. It's going off two or three times. It's like big deal. What causes you to say it's not perfect? So once you have the answer to that, dial in and say, well, how do I know that? And then see what comes. And then ask yourself, you know, is that really true? Is that true? Now, what I typically tend to do when I work one-on-one with, with people and we're looking at the benefits and the things that they want to change, even when I'm doing a free call with people and I ask them, what's creating this? Like your perspective, what's creating this? How do you know that? And in the work together, we will go six, seven layers deep before you get at the truth. First things that come up are the superficial things. That's your conscious analytical mind. But when you really have to think into it, 
you begin to get closer and closer to really what's going on underneath the surface. Now, when you have that aha moment, what do you do with that? Well, when you have that aha moment, you get the benefit of insight. And at that point, you get to choose what you do with that insight. How do you want to reframe it? How do you want to shift it? Sometimes simply recognizing it and recognizing that it's not true, that something else is true is enough to just shift it and knock it down. It's a pretty superficial belief. Somehow it got wired in somewhere along the way in your life. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to knock down. And you can reinforce that through affirmations, meditation, journaling. But here's the thing. We're always going to have thoughts. We, we can't shut our thoughts off. So sometimes our thoughts are simply habits. So we get that insight. And then later the thought pops into our mind again, right? Does that mean you screwed something up? You did something wrong? Absolutely not. When the thought pops up again, that's crap. Moving on. And you're able to just move on. Like you recognize it's just an old habit thought that popped up and you can say, yeah, that's not true and keep moving forward. However, if this self-talk just keeps at you, even after you have the insight, you know what it is that you need to tackle specifically and you're addressing it and it continues to come up, then that's when it's time to really look at the subconscious component of what's going on. Because if it is a more deeply held belief, when you're coming at it from your conscious analytical mind, your subconscious mind is going to throw up walls. It's going to throw up barriers and say, no, 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 I like this. This is the way I've always been. You can do your affirmations, but I'm going to hold on to this. When you work with things subconsciously, then what happens is you can actually lower that threshold of that wall so you can actually get to that belief and knock it down. And sometimes where we think that belief began is not when it actually started. So what our mind does is like, I'm going to send you over here and let you you know, go in circles over here and work on it over here. And, and we're just we're just going to keep this piece tucked away because this keeps us where I, I feel safe. Like I'm, I'm used to being in this place where I hold myself back because I get stuck in perfectionism because then I never put anything out there and nobody's going to judge me, right? That's an example. If I don't take that next step, I don't have to worry about being wrong, right? So, you know, if I don't trust myself, then I never take that chance and I never have to worry about finding out, was I right or was I wrong? These are just some examples of things that have come up over the years that people reach out to me, you know, about um, self-trust. Can I, in, in this like, I know I can trust myself. I have evidence But then all of a sudden, there's this one moment when something comes up and suddenly it's like, I don't understand. It's like I lost my confidence. I have built this huge thing over here and suddenly I can't make a decision. I don't understand what's going on. And we can consciously, analytically think it to death. 
But when the subconscious mind threw that up in our way as to keep us from pushing forward, that lack of self-trust, that's that's rooted in, in self-talk. It's rooted in belief also. Now, how did the mind create a connection after someone has built something very successful and then all of a sudden this comes up? It doesn't matter how the mind made the connection. You'll notice that when I talked about breaking the cycle, I mentioned what causes me to think, feel, or say this. How do I know that? Is it true? You can even ask, when did this begin? Who have I associated with this issue? But one thing I never instructed or shared was to ask why. Because why does not matter. Asking yourself why keeps you rooted in the problem. Asking yourself why keeps you rooted in the past. You always want to be looking for the solution. What is the solution? You know, instead of looking at the problem. Because when we stay focused on the problem, we're looking at the things that are wrong, not what are the things that we can do that get us moving forward. So if you're working through this self-talk, if you've uncovered some of these beliefs, I always encourage people to start with the simplest of things. A lot of people who practice hypnosis, their reflex reaction is book a session, book a session, book a session. Now, if you can get through it on your own, that is the best way. If you can get yourself 90% of the way there and then you reach out to me, your results are going to be so much faster and you are going to get a much greater result because you have already built into yourself the habits and the thought processes and the tools that when you get the insights and the breakthroughs, when you do the subconscious work, you're just propelling yourself forward. And that is what you want. You want to have those tools and have those skills so that when you get the breakthrough, you are just hitting the ground running. So when these things come up, start with what you normally do, your affirmations, your meditations. Make sure it's positive. It's simple. It's the outcome that you want. And then if you find yourself continuing to get caught up in this cycle, you can DM me, you can reach out to me, you can do a subconscious blueprint call. That's actually where I send everybody first. I don't work with anyone until we do this call and we take a look at what are you doing? What's working? What's not working? Maybe something you're already doing can be optimized, right? Sometimes on that call, people people get the breakthrough on the call. It's like, you know, just ask a question or two and people will realize something that they never noticed before. And that's great. I, I love that for people. Sometimes it's one-on-one work that's called for. And sometimes just learning some new and different techniques in self-hypnosis will blow you right through these things. So, you know, when you're looking at these things, I want you to know they can change. They absolutely can change. And you get to choose where your attention is. Do you want your attention to be on continuing this pattern and cycle? Or do you want your attention to be on your future 
and moving forward. And you're empowered. No matter where you are, we're all at a different place, but no matter where you are in this journey, no matter how stuck you think you are, or if you're in a place where you're like, hey, I'm not stuck. I just want to tweak things and put it on afterburner. No matter where you are, you have the ability to make things better. It's all inside of you. It's just learning how to tap into it and to maximize it and to optimize it. Are you ready to transform your life mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually so that you can create a deeper spiritual connection and live your life with clarity that brings a focus and a calm so that you can be decisive and know what you want and create the opportunities that allow you to have expansion and success in your life, whether it is your business, your relationship with others, or your relationship with yourself. If you're ready for that, then I'm ready to connect with you. I want you to go over to the website, pennychason.com forward slash ultimates. Apply for the Ultimate Energetic Alignment Retreat. I am only taking 11 women on this nine-month journey with me in 2022, so you want to head over there right now and apply today. Anyway, I hope you have a happy, happy, happy new year. If you're someone who loves to pick your word for the year, I'm curious what your year is going to look like for you, because... When we pick a word that feels really uncomfortable, but we know it's what we need to do, the self-talk can really get into overdrive. So share with me in the comments when we're all done, what that looks like for you. What's your word of the year going to be? What's some of the self-talk you want to eliminate? Share with me. Let's get the conversation going. If anyone is commenting thus far, I'm not seeing anything on my end. I just, you got to love Facebook and uh this interface. Anyway, have a happy new year. Bye now. Thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed this episode of Design Your Destiny, I would appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review. When you leave a positive review, it's like podcast currency, and we can increase our reach and get the message to even more people that they, just like you, have the ability to design their destiny. And remember, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.